0: Greetings fellow ACA members, this is board member Ashley Whitmore from Tehachapi Municipal Airport. You're listening to ACA com 1, the podcast series bringing the latest news and information to California GA airport professionals.
1: Welcome to ACA's recorded discussion with the leadership committee. Today, we will focus on the development of an airport manager's toolbox. The concept of an airport manager's toolbox came as a result of a post-conference survey in which members provided creative suggestions ACA might consider as added benefits for its members. The suggestion to establish an airport manager's toolbox was high on the list of recommendations. Subsequently, a leadership committee was formed to implement member suggestions. My name is Gary Gosselga, I am an ACA board member and will be the moderator today. This recording might differ slightly in that the panelists are not following an agenda, so to speak. Today we will hear from the leadership committee in action. Today's panel includes ACA board members Justin Castagna, Gary Angle, retired, and Sean Moran, and others. I'd also like to thank Ashley Whitmore, who is hosting this podcast. Each of these panelists have volunteered to serve on the leadership committee. So let's jump right in. Gary Angle took the lead by compiling toolbox concepts and started a draft website that would be the catalyst of thought for the manager's toolbox development. Although we are not providing a visual, I would like to ask Gary if he'd be so kind to provide an overview of his efforts related to the development of the toolbox. Gary, take it away.
2: Well, thank you, Gary. I will try to uh, convey what the function of the toolbox is proposed to be and perhaps a bit of a description. I think that it would be very important to have a toolbox of sorts for airport managers that are new to the profession or need information specific to a certain situation to be able to find that quickly and no quicker way than on the internet. So I think the internet is the natural domain for something like this because of its connection to other resource. And I think that's what I considered in developing the uh, toolbox here is that it is connected to other resources. So there may be links going out to agencies such as the FAA or links to on-site documents provided by members or viewers or airport managers out there in the field. So it's just a way to connect need to information. To do that, I think it's necessary to say that there is a front-end to the website, meaning that information has to go in Then there's the website itself or the uh, display of that information. And then the output of that is when people are accessing that information. So it needs to be information that is readily found. And I think the Association of California Airports is a great way to centralize the search People with some marketing may naturally come to the ACA's website to find such information. And there would be a link there to the toolbox. So the toolbox is something that would be organically found or through marketing, people can be directed to it on the internet. I think ease and accessibility have to be something that is paramount. Otherwise, people won't use it. That's my thought. So with that... The uh, current draft of the website includes a couple of different sections, and one of them is sort of the overview, the contents. And in that, through conversations with other ACA directors and members, came up with areas that would be most important to airport managers. Some of those areas, at least three of those would be the sort of the orientation to an airport manager that is perhaps new or never has had formal training, and maybe their airport's growing and they, they're they running into situations that they've never come across. So that orientation is just a way to connect with information that's out on the internet through the FAA, perhaps, or through our own cache of information that we collect for the website. Beyond that, there's sort of a manager- aspect to airport management. I mean, there's all kinds of things, you know, everything from the runway to environmental concerns to resident concerns. And, you know, there's sort of a big picture management aspect to airport management. How does an airport integrate into the community in the most efficient and friendly way, I guess, is a way to put that. And of course, the FAA has a lot of guidance that would come out in that big management information. And then there's an area that is specific, maybe to an airport or to a group of airports. So we broke out the collection of information that would be submitted by members using the local airport. So maybe perhaps the county level airport, a city or municipality, you know, very different than a county airport being within a city limits. And then, of course, the big international airports, they're going to have their own need. And I think yeah, it's going to be very exciting to see who we can reach out to and, and the information that we get in and how that is all going to be presented. An exciting effort, I think. With that, if there's any, not any comments from the main page, I think, where you sort of are prompted to say, what information do I need? Am I interested in going through the orientation? Do I need to understand what it means to run an airport? Or are there specific guidelines or policies that I need to research? One that I can think of is, you know, perhaps your airport is rural and you've got a Turkey issue. You know, how do other airports deal with Turkey encroachment on the runways and those kinds of things? You can go and you can find out what it takes to get the game warden involved and what the policies are. But perhaps there's going to be something right there that says this airport handles Perkies in this way. That's just an example. It's very intuitive. I need something. I'm in a local airport. I'm a county airport. I'm going to go to the county area and see what is available there as far as policy or guidance. That is the quick part on the Information coming in and its use. As a part of that information coming in, we you mentioned that it's going to be member contributed, member driven, because otherwise you would have professionals perhaps developing content. And that's just not how airport management generally works. You know, you have a situation, you consider other airport policies, and then you develop your own personal guidance with the aid of maybe many other airport input. And the way we would get that would be through, in this case, with the current contemplation, is to do that through a forum where anyone can sign up to be a member of the toolbox, essentially. And from there, they would be able to attach documents that they perhaps recently created. Perhaps there was a request through the forums that someone is looking for a specific Type of information and somebody is there to rescue them and provide that attachment and from within the toolbox management would take that information from the forums and review it for efficacy you know is this actually what it's saying that it is you know so there's no autonomous posting content it needs to be peer reviewed to ensure that it is you know, relevant information and that it's useful to airport managers. And then that content would be categorized and retrievable from one of those three types of airport links, the county, the municipal, or the international airport. And if you are belonging to one of those groups, that's where you would look to find information specific to your airport. But of course, you can always have information bleed across. So environmental is going to be very similar across all airports. But noise abatement and animal encroachment, those kinds of things may be more specific to one airport more than to another.
1: Yeah,
0: Gary, if I may, I just want to add into that that it's kind of like the saying that they say, once you've seen one airport, you've seen one airport. So there are a lot of things in common that we all deal with on a day-to-day basis that are common between our airports, but a lot of things that are also unique. So I think one of the benefits that this toolbox provides to ACA and its membership is it's kind of a one-stop shop for all the generic or things that we all have in common type of issues that we deal with on a day-to-day basis. And it's really, I would say, a compilation of resources that everybody can access so that we're all looking at the same information and especially in ACA there's a lot of smaller rural airports out there where a lot of times you have a situation where the airport manager is maybe somebody who was appointed from public works or some other department that may or may not have any experience with the FAA or advisory circulars or any of the policies or rules and regulations minimum standards that we all deal with on an everyday basis so that could be daunting to somebody new that's coming in so I think this toolbox kind of provides an opportunity for those folks to have resources to look at as a member of ACA that will benefit them in their position, whether that be somebody that's managed an airport for 40 years or somebody that's brand new to it. Right. And I don't think you're going to find very
2: many people that if they didn't get a call from a small airport, from somebody in public works, they know that you've managed that airport that you're at for 20 years, and they start calling and they say, hey, how would I go about this? Or what about this? What about that? I would be enthusiastic to help anyone as an airport manager to help another airport manager who's just starting out. And so sure, I would you know be happy to help. But if I could just say, you know, we can do this, or here's another resource that this information may be available to you, you know, or you may find information here, that is the questions you're asking me, the information's right here. If you have other specific information, that's where that form comes in and they can post requests for information. And that might spur somebody out there to say, hey, we've got that information right here. And so they would just connect that information to that form post and hopefully it would get posted on the website eventually as a link to a document and you just build from there, just like you would a regular toolbox. You know, As a mechanic, you you start out with the basics, a vice grip, a common screwdriver, and maybe a Phillips or a hammer. And pretty much those are all you need to work on airplanes. But eventually, you develop your toolbox. You build it out. Boy, it, it sure would be nice to have this tool next time. So, So as you go through life, you keep adding and adding. And next thing you know, you've got this toolbox bristling with tools, everything you could possibly need in there. And I I think that's the vision for this to start out with the basics, you know, with the things that people would most likely need in the beginning, the things that people are willing to offer. And then from there, just continue to add and build it out until you have the tools that are necessary to run an airport all within your toolbox there.
1: I'd like to give Sean Moran an opportunity to Comment as well. Thank you, Gary. I agree with
3: Justin's perspective on the toolbox. This is going to be an incredibly useful and and a collaborative feature for our membership, especially with the diversity of airports and the diversity of issues that surround airports within the state of California, especially with. You know, everybody knowing how unique it is to run an airport here in California, whether or not you have environmental issues, or if you have some complex jurisdiction issues, you know, over my airport, noise issues. So having a member created and a member run content toolbox that's going to be moderated by ACA will serve the membership exceptionally well, because it is going to be a living document that feeds off the brain trust from all of our members. Well put.
1: Yes. and One of the things that ACA stands for and and it's, its tagline is connecting people, planes, and public policy. And this does that. It just adds to the benefits to membership of ACA, I believe. Moreover, the leadership committee was established for a number of reasons, not just the toolbox. One of the highest ranking survey results from our members was A mentoring program. And there are a lot of up and comers in the industry as far as managers. Some of the managers are working on succession planning and they have some employees that need really start getting into the upper management concepts and what managers deal with rather than operations. So they're coming out of operations and they're getting ready to step into a manager's role at an airport, whether it's at their own or at another airport. And so development and mentorship is key, and this will be a phenomenal resource for existing managers that are trying to put together a succession plan and educate some of their employees into manager positions. It provides a tremendous amount of guidance and resources for whether they're new management or existing management. The knowledge sharing that we have within the association is key. Uh, it keeps everybody informed, and I think the panel has done a really good job of explaining what we took away from our members when they asked for some type of manager's toolbox. So I have a question for the team now. So we have a good foundation, it seems, and we have some very good concepts as to the manager's toolbox and with relation to its users and content. Uh, where does the committee see the implementation or release of the manager's toolbox what kind of a time frame are we looking at
0: i'll start with that one i think that obviously as you stated we have a good foundation now of the website that gary set up i think we have a little bit more research to do as far as how that can correlate with as many members as we do have and whether that platform is the right one to use but you know the way it looks right now it's very professionally set up it looks professional And it has a lot of great features. But I think I'll say over the next 30 to 45 days, I think we'll be taking a further look at that. And our goal would be to work then with the board on the best process on how to roll that out. You know, Sean or Gary, I don't know if you have any further comments on that. But I, I think that, at least for me, our first thing to do is make sure that it has the functionality that we want. And more importantly, putting a mechanism in place for somebody or some committee or some individual on a committee to be in charge of scrubbing that information, as Gary mentioned earlier, because the toolbox is only as good as how up-to-date it is. And, you know, we work in in a world where things are constantly up-to-date, advisory circulars are in draft and being updated annually all the time. And so I think having a small team of ACA leadership in place to make sure that this stays up and running is crucial to the timing of it being rolled out. But, you know, first things first to conclude are, you know, I think we need to confirm that the platform we have now will work. And we need to confirm that we have the team in place that will, once it is up and running, that it stays running.
3: Thank you. I think you put it quite well, Justin. Beta test it first, QC it, have a final review, and then do a launch. And then post-launch, we also have opportunities and we set time to go back and reassess you know, it's, that's something that happens in, in our industry all the time. You know, we have a plan, we work to implement that plan. You know, we'll do practices. And once we hit go, we don't just watch, no pun intended, we don't watch the project just fly away. We continuously reassess and monitor and check is this working? No. This is working? Great. We'll keep that. And we make small improvements as we go.
2: Quick comment on the website and its capabilities. As a reminder, this is a completely free website at the moment. So the Wix site that we use has their name in our URL name, and you can pay, I think it's less than $5 a month, and expand the capability, not only removing Wix site from the URL, but also adding other features, and it includes additional online storage, I believe. I think there's currently one and a half gig or something like that, maybe two possible storage. I think that goes up dramatically with a pay site. But the thing that I really found interesting is the robust commercial aspect to a paid site. So mentoring being an an important aspect and mission of the ACA, I've mentioned this before, and I just don't want it to get lost from future planning because I think there's some potential here with the number of experts that we have and expertise and eventually documentation that we will have, the uh, ACA can do a number of things. They can create a course and through a paid site have payment for that course online coming from some online training Source. Now, you know, you may hire an online training developer. It just happens to be that's one of the things I used to do. Not that I'm looking for a job, but you know, you can create online training, have people pay for that online training, compiling all the information you think is necessary for an orientation, and have new airport managers pay a few bucks for a tutorial. You can perhaps have consulting services coming out of a cadre of experts and plan on two or three consulting visits per year, perhaps, you know, to an airport. Go in using a criteria to evaluate the airport's efficiency and productivity and make recommendations to that airport. Other things that are not necessarily just sharing information, but also providing a professional service to really enhance you know, the position of ACA as a leader
0: in the things that they say they want to do. Gary, that's uh, really great ideas and thoughts. I echo those certainly. I think that the capability of those websites and what they, things that can be done with them are far beyond the elementary understanding of our draft website right now. Having a training it's, course or even kind of hard maybe exactly like what a, it is right now. Yeah, I agree. But, you know, I liked your thought of, taking all this information and possibly compiling it into something relative to training, you know, that could lead into something that maybe ACA has their own certification for their airport managers. I know that's something that's been done in other, in other associations elsewhere. You know, there's a lot of options that we can consider, but you know, I think the first step is, is, yeah, I think that, you know, the first step is though, you know, we got to run this through the board and I think that there's some other opportunities in marketing That ACA may be able to take advantage of of driving, you know, search engine optimization. I'm not sure at this time and I don't have it in front of me, but if ACA uses any social media, we could post a link that possibly goes to the toolbox, which could then drive you back to the website. And that just is more cross-sharing of information. So I think there's a lot of options and capabilities that we have, which I think we need to summarize for the board to review and give us some direction on how. We can really implement this in a way that will benefit the members both members who are creating succession plans and younger members who are looking to establish themselves as the new up and coming managers or consultants
1: these are all fantastic i'm impressed where we're at and the collaboration is just with this small group the development process and and how well you guys have thought this through it lends to the membership and the benefits that we can provide to them. So I congratulate you all for the efforts that you put together. And I know you're, you know, making headway. I would like to ask Sean though, Sean, what do you see with maybe some future podcasts that we are looking at as ACA where we are going to literally have some short podcasts periodically that come out to the members on relative issues what are your ideas on some maybe future podcast ideas that could be part of and included into the manager's toolbox as part of a resource?
3: When you put it that way, I think really the question is what couldn't be put into the manager's toolbox? Because in our industry with such a dynamic range and span of issues and opportunities, the options are endless. And you know, one item that comes immediately to mind, which is becoming obviously a very front and center issue for a lot of airports especially those that have firefighting capabilities on the field is the issue of pfas and what are the new changes what are the new regulations that are concerning pfas as an example and you can have a short 30 minute podcast that brings a couple people on and you're having a discussion or it's one person that's presenting for 30 minutes and for the average person like myself or my commute from San Jose to the city of Livermore is exactly 31 minutes By the time that I've now pulled into my office from leaving my house, I have now gotten the latest information at the time on what this issue regarding PFAS is. You also have the opportunities to do series of podcasts where what is the FAA, what are regulations changing for the certification of airports? How, what are the best tools to make sure that your airport passes a certification inspection of flying colors? So you can have a toolkit of a podcast Within an overall manager's toolkit, depending on how you format the way that you want your podcast, whether you want one person that's just talking and it's you know, a presenter audience style, or you're going to have a roundtable discussion just like what we're having. I also think as a benefit for ACA and the membership, and this goes either within the manager's toolkit or beyond for developing a podcast, is you can drive engagement within our community by doing member highlights corporate member spotlights. So if if you drive an opportunity to let Justin's company with Aeroplex Air Lease Partners do a podcast that highlights on the commercial development side of things, so that way all of our members are understanding what's changing in the world of commercial development, you now have the opportunity to highlight some of our corporate members and that side of the field that maybe myself or Gary or Ashley may not be completely exposed to. So when you look at a podcast as, you know, one of the best mediums for distribution of information, especially in the time of a pandemic, when some states may not allow people to meet and gather, the, again, the question is, what can't you do?
0: I was just going to add on to that, that I think that agree certainly with all those comments. I think that to the idea of the future of podcasts is it not only gives you the ability to put these things into the toolbox, but it allows the toolbox to be out in front of the membership and it could be quarterly, it could be biannually, but I think that ACA could then take case studies, if you will, or if you go to a conference and you sit in a panel, we could have this stuff going on year round. You could do one a quarter and then it's just new fresh information that's coming out to the membership. You know, like I said earlier, once you've seen one airport, you've seen one airport. So everybody wants to know how you might have done a project at another airport and how they can take that information and do it at their own. And so not only does it give you, you know, Sean mentioned highlighting corporate members, you could also highlight airports. You could highlight airport managers. You could highlight a specific project that a team, being it consultants and the airport team, did in such a fashion that was very successful. So I think it provides a benefit for, the membership to have ongoing content not just let me go on a screen and look at the toolbox but it's interactive it's collaborative and to sean's point yeah if you have a commute to work or for me who goes from long beach to van nuys and it's about a 40-minute drive every time i pop that in and instead of talking on the phone for 30 minutes hey i'm getting some information and so i think you know as sean mentioned the possibilities are really endless with what that content would be but it provides a mechanism for that content that could then be applied and put in the toolbox for somebody to go back to later and rehear again. So, certainly think that that's a great idea.
1: Well, I'd like to thank all of you, each and every one of you, for the success that you've had so far in the development of the manager's toolbox. I'd also like to, once again, thank our host, Ashley Whitmore. We hope that this information was informative to our members. But moreover, you've gotten to see a committee in action. And that's what was, this was, an open dialogue. This is how the ACA operates. We collaborate and we try to get things together that benefit our members and we respond to their needs. So once again, thank you all very much and have a wonderful day.
0: Thank you for listening to the Association of California Airports podcast a podcast designed for California GA airport professionals. If you have a question you would like answered or would like more information about ACA, visit us at calairports.com forward slash contact.